welcome to another episode of The Wave. My name is Adam. My name is Nick. Welcome to the news and chat show from the world famous Bottom of the Stream podcast. It is indeed. And Merry Christmas week. Yeah, I guess this is the Christmas episode. Of The Wave, it is. Of The Wave, yeah. Yeah. I hadn't even thought about that. Well, We're getting there. Think about it. <laughs> uh, how are you, Adam? I'm very good, thank you. Yourself? I am excellently festive excellently festive you looked excellently festive on instagram the other day oh yeah <laughs> i forgot I about that you, um dressed in nice festive gear yeah I've, I've i've got i've kept the whole thing i was just gonna say i'm keeping the shoes <laughs> i dressed up as an elf i noticed i saw yeah how was that fun yeah yeah really fun why why for <laughs> uh for um a youth local youth group thing giving Good. out uh, well, there was, the community. A, there was a Santa and I was an elf. Excellent. And, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm keeping the costume and I will say no more. <laughs> You're going to wear it at Christmas? I might do. You should. I'm not wear it to work. Can you imagine? <laughs> that would be uh, I nearly crashed into Santa yesterday. Did you? Yeah, well, he nearly crashed into me, to be fair. He's inconsiderate. You know, one of these, like, they drive around on the back of, attached to the back of Land Rovers. Yeah. On a shed on the back of a... Yeah, Landry want donations and stuff. He took a corner fa- way too fast for really? to have a man on the back in a shed. How? And I was like, shit, that's whole, Santa. The and whole point him. is that they sort of crawl around so they can yeah. shake kids' hands. Well, and... the, all the lights were off. Oh, so you think he was... I think he was just taking it somewhere. There, was, was there didn't shift. appear to be a man in the back. Okay. But I was like, shit, I nearly just hit Santa's sleigh. Yeah. It wouldn't have been cool. No, not very. I did it so actually. So close to, to the swerve, big night. swerve out of the way of it. Yeah. That's fun. But he's not got insurance. Oh dear. No, no way. Santa. No way. Magic. <laughs> Why do you need insurance if you're magic? <laughs> I don't think... Well, do you need it for reindeer and sleighs? I've, I've no idea. I don't know. It's, it's way too boring. <laughs> way to take this conversation. Insurance chats. Just what you need in a Christmas oh, special. Yeah. Been up to anything else? Uh, no, mostly dressing as an elf and giving out selection boxes. And it's only for one night. I don't like to talk about my charity work. So. <laughs> You are like a flor- philanthropist. <laughs> yeah, sure, something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, no, I've got I've got an excited household. Yeah, I can imagine the, waiting for the big day. The Christmas. Your kids are like that perfect age for it now as well, aren't they? Yeah, one one's on the cusp of. Oh really? Maybe yeah. Uh, you know, not Maybe a little bit too old. Yeah, but the other one's fully in there. Fully invested. Yeah. Good. The hype is real. <laughs> um. So yeah, we we've got a bit of a different wave this week. Yes, yeah, we still want to go through the news because there is some good news to go through. Quite there a is, bit of yeah. interesting chat. Yeah, we're gonna have just a bit of a shorter episode. I think we're yeah. we're out of season. We're post season. Yeah, or pre season, whichever way you want to look Whatever at it. You want. Glass half full, glass half empty. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna do a bit of a shorter wave because we've got a bit of a longer episode coming on Thursday. We have, yeah, super secret special bonus episode. Yeah, which is not a secret anymore. No, but we'll talk about that more at the end of the episode, shall we? Yeah, let's do it at the end. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do it. Lead into the episode next week yes. or later this week. So I don't think we've even decided when it's going to be released. So no, I'm just going to put it out one day randomly. <laughs> yeah, keep an eye on your. It feed. will be out before Christmas because yes. nobody wants to watch a Christmas film after Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Good. Good. Uh, would shall we still do a question of the week though? Yes, should let's we just, do that. Those should we do fun. a very vaguely festive question of the week? Yes. I will pose it to you. Okie dokie. Would you rather, it's a simple would you rather, would you rather have skis for feet or tinsel for hair? <laughs> skis for feet or tinsel for hair? Um, one appears to be a lot more inconvenient than the other. 
I thought that too at first, but then I've been sat here thinking about it a bit, and I think neither is a great option. No. There's a real distinctive smell to tinsel. Yes. Mm. I, I'm i not the biggest fan of tinsel. And no, I'm not. I, don't, I mean, it'd be itchy. Yeah, it would. It'd be a nightmare every time it fell out or you had to cut it. I don't, really, I don't even know if a barber would take you. Would it grow, though? Yeah, it's hair. So it's hair, but it looks like tinsel. No, it's tinsel. Your hair is tinsel, but it grows. But it grows. So yeah. It's like growing tinsel. Yeah. Okay. So you would have... It'd be easy to chop, though, because it's going to look a mess. Whatever. <laughs> yes. It's going to look a mess, whatever you, you, you do. It. So it. you can just... You can Not just, have any yeah. hair. You could just... I imagine if you did that, it'd be like in the Santa Claus when his hair just grows back instantly. Yeah. Plus, you got... You could trim it yourself, and it wouldn't look any worse, is what I'm thinking. You have a lot of hair elsewhere on your body. Would it all be tinsel? Tinsel for hair for me is all your hair is tinsel. Oh no, that's the whole different question. Because that would be itchy. Oh, tinsel pubes <laughs> rustling around in your undercrackers. These skis, yes, are they full size? I would say yes, because that's gonna you really... can't drive. You're never driving again. No, or walking most places. No, annoying in the summer. Yeah, because even like if we were in this room now, <laughs> yeah, getting out of this room and. Turning the corner to get to the stairs would be impossible. Yeah, just, just getting up and down the stairs is going to be... Well, down's easy. <laughs> yeah, you true. can just ski down. That's a, t- that's a sharp <laughs> turn to make at the bottom of you, most staircases. You're not there. going to be able to make that turn, even if you're walking. You'd never be able to get up or down stairs. I feel this is quite a geographically based question. Because if you were, say, living in Greenland, having skis for feet is probably quite useful. True. More so than living <laughs> here. It would be nothing but inconvenient here. You'd but never be able to go. I anywhere. also think that, you know, your easy answer, you think at first is tinsel. Give yes. me the tinsel. But I think that would be so annoying as it well. It would be irritating as fuck. Especially, it looks so weird in July as well. Oh, imagine how hot and annoying yeah. it would be and itchy. And even if you shave everywhere, it starts to grow back. Itchy tinsel balls. Everyone will know where you've been. If you're shedding. Yeah. Well, once you've had tinsel in the house, it's in the house forever. Yeah. You will always find a bit of tinsel somewhere. I've had a haircut today. It looks so nice. Thanks. And and I've, I've like, not yet had a shower. Right. So it's and itchy. I can feel it on the back of my neck. And that's just normal hair. Yeah, imagine if that was tinsel. Yeah. It's a really tough question, that. But I don't think skis is possible. They're not useful. I don't think they're useful enough. For, for they're not worth the... the what you're giving up, I don't think. No, you wouldn't be able to drive. You might be good at swimming. Mm, no, I don't think you would. <laughs> you're just going to sit just drag you, you down. Kick, you can't kick your feet with skis on. You wouldn't be able to get on a bus or a plane or a train. Which one? People you... are going to be stepping on the fronts and backs of them all the Do time. You know, I think you can make more money out of the skis. How? Well, you should join a freak show. You'd have to join the circus. Maybe for either of them. Or a ski club. <laughs> Just live you could, on a, you could, you'd yeah. have to live on a ski slope. Move to is there anywhere that you can ski all year round though? There's a dry ski slope not far from here. That's true. You, you maybe you could become the world's best skier, like an Olympic. Yeah, because even if you fall over, they're not going to fall off because no. they're your feet. No, so you can just get up and carry on. But they might break. Snap. Would they break though? If you're is that going to hurt? If they're your feet, yeah, is your skis break breaking going to hurt? Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be tinsel. <laughs> it has to be tinsel. Unfortunately, I think it would have to be tinsel as hair much as, as well. It's as crazy going to be a look. pain in the ass, and you're going to yeah. look insane. 
What colour would you go if you could choose? A... Do you know what? I hadn't even considered colour, and in my head it had just been green the whole time. Really? Yeah. Like, like a punk. When you just said colour, I was like, oh, I hadn't even thought about that. I think it'd be green. There might be a reason for that. It what about gold? Because... Is gold like the nearest yeah. usual colour? I don't know. No, silver. <laughs> silver would... Yeah, but you're probably shiny. Um, yeah. It's got to be... Showering would be a pain. Yeah. Wet tinsel would be Rustle- horrible. Oh, yeah, that would be horrible. <laughs> yeah. Tinsel. It's, it's, skis is just impossible. Yeah. I think Whereas, it's got to be the... It's the worst an, of the... Tinsel's annoying, but skis is impossible. Terrible choice. That's a great question. I like that. That's killed some time as well. well <laughs> shall we do some Netflix news? Sure. We'll start with this one. Let's start with one of them. Uh, and... <laughs> The one you have chosen is Netflix's announcement of next year's Netflix is a joke. The now annual comedy festival. Oh, okay. Which must be really great if you live in or around Los Angeles. Why? Uh, because that's always where it is. Oh. <laughs> I was like, well, they should they should move this thing around the world. Yeah, Netflix is a g- global it? thing. Yeah. It, it is quite the lineup i have got to say okay uh it's you know maybe one day we'll get, maybe we get a press invite yeah be that's, for that. that's what we should uh we should, we should aim for next time you speak to ted sarandos if you sure know. yeah uh netflix say that netflix is a joke we'll bring together fans for a comedy marathon of over 300 shows across 35 venues wow it once again returns to los angeles i don't think it was that big this year was it uh, I'm not sure. Massive. I'm not sure. Uh, Robbie Praw is a new name for us, I think. Okay, I think he, he is, is the Netflix vice president of stand-up and comedy formats. What an easy job. <laughs> he says, this is a special time for comedy, both for Netflix and the genre at large. We have the privilege of working with comedians who are selling out arenas, winning awards, and building fandoms in the millions. What? In the 10 years that we've been doing stand-up, We've seen the art form reach levels we didn't think possible. This festival aimed to capture the moment by bringing together the world's best comedians for an unforgettable 11 days. Would you like... Well, I'll tell you first when it is. So uh, Netflix's joke runs from May the 2nd to May the 12th at various venues across Los Angeles. We should go for our birthdays. We should. They're both falling within that time range. Some... Of the artists performing. Go on. Ali Wong. Nice. Bert Kresher. Brett Goldstein. Cedric the Entertainer. Chelsea Handler. Chris Rock. Craig Robinson. Daniel Tosh. Dane Cook. David Letterman. Uh, David Letterman. Hannah Gadsby. Jason Manzukis, Jeff Ross. Jerry Seinfeld. John Mulaney. John Stewart. Jim Gaffigan. Jim Jeffries. Jimmy Carr. Catherine Ryan. Kevin Hart. Kumail Najani. Uh, Marlon Wayans. Oh, wow. Of this parish. Yeah. Maya Rudolph. Nicole Byer. Nick Kroll. Patton Oswald. Phil Rosenthal. Oh, nice. Rachel Bloom. Uh, Sarah Silverman. Seth Rogen. Uh, Tim Robinson. Tom Brady. Yes, that one. Tom Brady as in <laughs> NFL star Tom Brady. The very same. Okay. Trevor Noah. Wanda Sykes. Uh, to name but a few more headliners will be announced in January. That's a heck of a lineup already. Uh, tickets are now on sale at netflixisajokefest.com. Okay. 
if that's your bag and you are in or willing to travel it's my bag but i'm not in either in los angeles at that time period okay unfortunately (laughs) that'd be cool i went to a comedy show last night how was that it was really good it was like a christmas collection of five comedians performing they were all very funny it's a great night they had a sign language interpreter on the side of the stage so there was five different comedians and she stayed on the stage all night nice she did a whole shift she put a proper shift in they're all trying to make her do swear words it was quite yeah i've been i went to one a couple of years ago and they yeah she did the same yeah i'm trying to get this sign language just good it was a good night yeah good fun excellent watch more stand-up comedy it's just great good next netflix has announced this week uh, a return date for Bridgerton okay. season three. Uh, they have split it into two parts, as is Standard. becoming more common. Yeah, it has to be said. Part one will premiere on the sixteenth of May. Oh, well, it's not that far away. Uh, followed by part two on June the thirteenth. Uh, there will be a total of eight episodes, but Netflix has not said what the split will be Ooh. between parts one. And parts two. Uh, so four that four? remains to be seen. Probably seven and one. Probably no Netflix. <laughs> uh, season three will focus on the budding romance between Penelope Featherington, played by Nicola Coughlin, and Colin Bridgerton. Oh. Yeah. Um, there's about 28 Bridgerton books. So. Uh, oh, so just, this can just keep knows. going forever. Yeah, they follow a different family member every time so. oh right okay. uh, and you had the the spin-off didn't you the queen charlotte yeah, spin-off yeah, yeah. earlier this year so i'm sure that'll do big numbers yeah definitely bridgerton, May. bridgerton always does well doesn't it yeah and it's one of those shows that always will it's never gonna like fade away is it bridgerton? i really enjoyed the first season and i i personally thought the second season was a big drop off okay there you go it'll be interesting to see uh where season three goes we can pull it back. Exciting news for some. If you are a fan of Paddington. Oh, I have a niece that is madly in love with Paddington. Then you may be interested to hear that in the works is Paddington the West End musical. Oh, okay. Uh, Studio Canal, which produced the recent Paddington movies, is also backing this production. Right. Joining forces with a couple of theatre production companies, that is the Sonia Friedman Production Company and the Eliza Lumley Productions. Uh, and interestingly, the music and lyrics to this musical will be written by Tom Fletcher of the boy band McFly. I don't know if you can call him a boy band anymore. <laughs> man I think band. They're a man band. McFly. Um, awesome. That's cool. Uh, Friedman and Lumley said it is a privilege to be creating a new musical about this gorgeous and beloved little bear with such a wonderful team. The magic of Paddington is that through his wide-eyed innocence, he sees the very best in humanity and reminds us that love and kindness can triumph if we open our minds and hearts to one another. That's a good message. It's funny how Paddington's had this like mad resurgence over the last few years, isn't it? I remember Paddington being a thing when I was a kid, but it wasn't yeah. like a huge thing. And then the last ten years or so, it's just like skyrocketed. So like he's like the mascot of the country now. I have a signed Paddington book. Signed by who? Michael Bond. 
Oh, nice. My so my mum got it signed by Michael Bond when she was at university. Oh wow, I bet that's worth a lot. I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure. But <laughs> but yeah, that's more now than it was twenty years ago. Yeah, but it, Paddington's <laughs> never gone away. But these these no, but two movies like, yeah. have. Yeah, like you say, he he is. I mean, he, he met the Queen, didn't he? Yeah, well, I guess the Queen's helped that. He was the Queen's mascot. He was, yeah. He's like the mascot of the UK. Yeah. I went to Sandringham in September, and the gift shop there's more Paddington stuff in there than there is really? royal stuff. It was everywhere. So we'll get obviously we're getting Paddington three. I can't remember if it's twenty four in twenty four or twenty five. Then we'll have this musical. Then we'll probably have to have a movie version of the, the musical. musical. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, yeah. Yeah, it's not going anywhere. Good for Paddington. Next. Uh, Dwayne O'Rock Johnson okay. is someone who I think it is fair to say the bloom is off the rose a little bit. Yeah, I think so. In Just the last recently, couple of years. Yeah. Well, he's, it would appear that he's taking a bit of a handbrake turn for one of his next uh, roles that he's signed up for. Right. Uh, he has signed up for an A24 movie. Oh, exciting. Uh, called The Smashing Machine. Right. Uh, which is a biopic of an MMA fighter. Right. Uh, Mark Kerr. I don't know if you've heard of him. I've, I've vaguely heard of heard of mm. the guy. He's an Australian. Okay. Uh, two-time former UFC heavyweight champion. Uh, the sports biopic has been written and will be directed by Benny Safdie. Oh, okay. On his own. Just the one of him? Yeah. Safety Brothers have done a show movie on this show. They, together, the brothers directed Uncut Gems yes. and Good Time. Yes, which we did on the show a few yeah. seasons ago. So, yeah, The Smashing Machine will be his first solo directorial effort. Okay. Um, yeah, apparently um, Safety and Johnson have been developing the project since 2019 and it has now been snapped up, like I say, by A24. Is he playing the lead yes. role of this guy then? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a massive U-turn then to be playing an MMA fighter. It's so. not, but it's it's, it's in inverted commas proper acting yes. rather than an action. It's not the family movies or the action movies that he usually does. Yeah. So it's, okay. it is a bit of a t- change in direction, I would suggest, for I like for The Rock. Him. I love the A24 as a movie studio. I'm not a fan of the Safdie brothers, so... That'd be interesting. To I think it's fair to say you are not a fan of their style. Their style, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. I don't like chaotic movies. It, make, it yeah. stresses me out and I can't concentrate. And I still think Uncut Gems is one of... I mean, literally, I don't I think I don't smoke, but I felt like I needed a cigarette after yeah. it. It was... I loved it, but man, that was a stressful... See, I hated it for the hours. exact same reasons of what you just said. <laughs> you loved it for that reason and I hated it for that reason. Yeah, manic. Next. Uh, news this week that the upcoming 12th season of Curb Your Enthusiasm will be its last. I'm not going to lie. I thought Curb Your Enthusiasm finished a long time ago. That is because this it has did. happened before. <laughs> okay. Um, the first eight seasons of Curb Your Enthusiasm aired between 2000 and 2011. Yeah. And it then took six years off, which I don't think a lot of people realise. No, I didn't realise that. Uh, and yeah, it was a bit of a surprise when Larry David bought it back. But yeah, this will be the 12th and final season. I'm which 
starts airing in February. I don't think I've seen any of the newer seasons in that case. I have I have not seen, I reckon, at least the last... Well, once this one comes out, I reckon three. Yeah. Uh, but I kind Since of... It passed me by. So, uh, I think for me, it's because it's so... I used to have them all on DVD back when yeah. I had, D- you know, who had DVDs. Yeah. And I think, because it's an HBO thing, it's one of, Curb Enthusiasm is one of the things that's kind of, in this country, been amalgamated into Sky. Sky. And I, I don't have it. Not and I. I don't. I don't have access. You know, I know there's ways and means. Yeah, yeah. But yeah there's always conventionally, I don't have access to this show. I'm not even 100% sure I knew it was still going. <laughs> well, I genuinely you. don't. There you go. That's exciting that I've got four seasons of a show that I used to love to catch up on. Yeah, so tw- well, it's been back since 2017. <laughs> Larry David said, As Curb comes to an end, I will now have the opportunity to finally shed this Larry David persona and become the person God intended me to be. The thoughtful, kind, caring, considerate human being I was until I got derailed by portraying this malignant character. <laughs> nice. Uh, he said. He continued, Larry David, I bid you farewell. Your misanthropy will not be missed. And for those of you who would like to get in touch with me, you can reach me in my new job at Doctors Without Borders. <laughs> um, Larry David's never shaken that persona. No, it's, it's, part, it's, <laughs> it's Alan Partridge. Yeah, it's it it's equivalent to... Yeah, it is exactly uh, that. Interestingly, though, as well, Jerry Seinfeld uh, was at an event last month in Boston and he apparently made a comment that uh, there may be more to come in the Seinfeld world. Oh, okay. Uh, his quote from that event is something is going to happen that has to do with the ending of Seinfeld. It hasn't happened yet. And just what you are thinking about, Larry and I have also been thinking about it. So you'll see, we'll all see together. That's exciting news. That would can you imagine if he brought Seinfeld back? That the world would just implode. I think. Yeah, they kind of did. <laughs> so, one, yeah, they did the sort of quasi the Seinfeld reunion in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Um, if they did a new season of Seinfeld, or could these two mash together somehow? Yeah, maybe. Maybe that's something that that we could do. Maybe a th- it's a third show that is both of these things. Yeah, mixed in. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Wow. Keep your ears peeled on that one. The amount of money that they would be offered to do that. Yeah, can you? And the amount they'd make for it as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That would rock the world. Uh, Sad news this week. Devastating news. Really sad and surprising and tragic news is the passing away of Andre Brower. Yeah. Really, really uh, sad. Most known for playing Captain Raymond Holt in yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, definitely. But also prior to that, a proper serious actor. Yes. Uh, yeah, only sixty-one. No age. Passed away after a brief illness. Yeah. What a shame. Is he the best thing in Brooklyn Nine Nine? Oh, that's hard to say. But it he is. Certainly, he certainly wouldn't be the same show without him. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it was horrible news to wake up is. to on on the other morning. I was like. Not expected. Really no. devastating. But. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's been so many sort of tributes yeah, paid yeah, yeah. this week. Uh, and yeah, really got in to read that. Like you say, uh, waking up on Monday or Tuesday morning. Whenever it was, yeah. It was... Yeah, real shame. Lung cancer, apparently, yeah. was announced. Rest in peace, Andre. 
that all your news? There's one more bit of news. Okay. Which is probably the biggest bit of news this week. Yeah, let's spend a bit of time end. on this, I think. And this is the surprise release by Netflix of, well, basically just a massive spreadsheet. Yeah, they've released a huge <laughs> spreadsheet. But it's the most interesting thing they've released in ages. Which? Including some of their films. They have called a Netflix engagement report. Yes. And essentially what this is, is a comprehensive list of what people have watched on Netflix between the 1st of January 2023 and the end of June. Yeah, first six months of the year. Yeah. We've just got a huge spreadsheet listing everything. (laughs) Literally. To qualify for the list... uh, you have to, something has to have been watched for over fifty thousand hours. Yeah, and everything is rounded up to the nearest ten thousand, wasn't it? I thought it was a hundred thousand. Was it hundred thousand? Um. So yeah, technically you could make this list if you've been watched fifty fifty one thousand times. Yeah, it was a hundred thousand. Sorry. Yeah. So, was it? I mean, we knew that Netflix had said, "Well, we're going to get more transparent with viewing." Yep. Uh, but. We, I don't think we quite expected just a... A, a data dump. Data dump <laughs> like what this. it is, yeah. Apparently, it was a condition of the um, writer's strike agreement. Yeah. That they had to release viewing figures for absolutely everything that's on the front. So I guess the they've system. got they've done that by going to the most little effort possible. They've just, yeah, they've just exported a spreadsheet. Yeah, 100%. They've gone exactly. And they're going to do it every six months, apparently, now. So, presumably, in six months' time, we'll get... July to December of this year, but that will come about June next year. Yeah, it's really interesting. I've I've spent hours looking at it this this week. It's like searching for stuff. Interestingly, in 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 Netflix's sort of official wording, they've put when reading the report, it is important to remember that success on Netflix comes in all shapes and sizes and is not determined by hours viewed alone. In other words, you'll find stuff on there that we've that we've cancelled higher up that's than higher stuff up. that's not been cancelled. Yeah. Uh, Shadow and Bone being a prime example, yes. I think, of being pretty high up in this list. Uh, they continue. We have enormously successful movies and TV shows with both lower and higher hours viewed. It's all about whether a movie or TV show thrilled its audience and the size of that audience relative to the economics of the title. To compare between titles, it's best to use our weekly top 10 and most popular lists, which take into account runtimes and premiere dates. Or just listen to the bottom of the stream, because we go through that most weeks. So <laughs> just do that. Yeah. Do you, you? We've got the report. Is there anything? Should we run through the top few? Yeah, let's run and through the top few. And then we can pick I've, out a few other things. I've done a few bits of uh, research for our show on there so, as well. So. Topping the chart. Quite significantly, actually. Yeah, by a long way. Uh, is season one of The Night Agent. Yes. It was viewed for 812,100,000 hours. Yes. It didn't come out till the end of March. So yeah. So it's only actually three months worth of data. Yeah. It is like 150 million hours ahead of Ginny and Georgia season two. Yes. Which su- surprised me that it came second. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. So they're the top two. Uh, third place was The Glory, season one, which I believe is a Korean show. Yeah, I don't even know what that is. And it's, it's done very well. Uh, fourth place was Wednesday, season one. Oh, I thought that would be higher than that. But what you have to remember is... Wednesday didn't come out until later on. No, Wednesday came out the other... Earlier on. Sorry, yeah, so, so, so it, it came out in November 2022. So anything in 
the end November, of November and December count. wasn't counted in this report. Otherwise, I would suggest it would have been right up there. Yes. Uh, Queen Charlotte, the Bridgerton story spin-off, yep. was fifth. You, season four, sixth. Um, La Reine del Sur, season three. Which seventh. isn't even available globally. Really? Yeah, it says here, look, available globally. No. Impressive. Uh, Outer Banks, season three. Uh, eighth. Ginny and Georgia, season one. And then Fubar making up the top ten. It's really surprising that Fubar made it, isn't it? But... Just for context, Fubar in 10th, 266 million hours. Yeah. So 600 odd million hours. Difference. Behind the night agent. Yeah, it's really, it's a really interesting list. It really is. Uh, the highest rated uh, watched movie in the first. Yeah, these are all TV shows that we've gone through. Yeah, in the first uh, six months of this uh, year was The Mother. Yes. To just under 250 million out that didn't even come out till the 12th of may yeah so that's actually only had one month's worth of data i am um, i went through and looked up some of the movies that we've watched on the show this season okay it will not surprise you to find out that the majority of them do not feature on this list <laughs> good um, <laughs> proves the concept proves the concept of the show um i think there's only like out of the 25 i think there's only seven okay that actually appear on this list would you like to have a guess at what the highest placed film from season nine of Bottom of the Stream on this list is? I'm going to guess. I've got the top two. So the most watched point. movie on Netflix the from, most, our pre- from, our from our recent season. Re- most recent season. So I'm going to guess because it's got a, it seemed to have a fair bit of critical oomph behind it. Yeah. I'm going to guess To the Bone. No. Oh, interesting. It is on the list, but it isn't the top. The rate top rated one. In which case, I will need to consult what <laughs> what the hell we did this year. Um, it is a wild card. If that helps you. Is it my wild card? No. Oh. Nor is it mine. Really? No. Then, ah, I reckon it's the Spanish movie. Paradise? Yes. Isn't on the list at all. Really? No. I, I was thinking that might have been really big in Europe and no. Latin America. Well, that only leaves... Still time. Really? Yeah. That would have been my last choice. Not only that, it's 611th on the list. Wow. 30.8 million viewing hours. I mean, it's a drop in the ocean compared to... <laughs> it is. ...this but top 10, but 30 million. 30.8 million in this six months of the year. That's, that's, that's good. It's really good. It's 17th in our stream table. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, do you want to know the one after that? Yeah is the film that's 16th in the stream table, Black Crab. Okay. 23.3 million comes 910th on the list. That doesn't surprise me because, I I mean, maybe our algorithms are a bit skewed, but I can remember that coming out and it being in my thumbnails. Yeah. Um, yeah. Agreed. I, Crawl, I, I'm not surprised by that. Crawl Space isn't on the list, but okay. I think Crawl Space didn't hit Netflix till after June. Right, okay. I think it came a bit later. Buddy Games is on the list. Oh, no. <laughs> Blood and Gold isn't on the list. I think that would have been on the cusp. Cusp, because that only got released this year. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really interesting. If you, go through, if you go through the list, the lowest rated film that we've ever done on the show yeah. is Werewolves of the Third Reich. Amazing. That is on the list, but it's at, the bo- it's at 100,000. So, right. it's equal bottom. So, it may have only had 51,000. See, it's had somewhere between 51,000 and 100,000 100, views. But there's an awful lot of film stuff on here that's only had 100,000. 
Yeah. So all this is like well, equal. If you're doing that rounding up, that's to be expected. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So well, you've got like... There's 18,220 yeah. entries on the list. Things on here. Yeah. So... I, it, yeah, we've we've just spent time looking through this. I, I find it fascinating. I love stats, as you know. But there's some really surprising stuff right down at the bottom. If you look through this, there's like yes, there is. But like, because you have like the old stuff that's going to have been released. Like this one, for instance, was released in 2020. Yeah, but you've got you've got like the odd movie, like the movie Wild there, which yeah. was quite a big movie, but it's not got a global release. So no. Netflix might have only had it in three countries and it's only done a hundred thousand viewing hours yeah but it might have only been in one country exactly yeah i found it really interesting i find it really interesting there's werewolves of the third right look eighteen thousand and seventy two fantastic hundred thousand viewing hours Uh, not with a global not with a global release oh yeah i I, i'm really excited that this is going to come every six months because that means we can get probably an episode out of it each six months (laughs) (laughs) we can do like the previous seasons oh, especially when you can start to compare the last six months with the previous previous six months, six months yeah yeah i mean i don't want to say netflix have done the absolute bare minimum given what this well, they 100 percent have and but i think they have it was apparently was a clause in the agreement in the writer's strike agreement that they had to do it so they've just well we've got to do this so let's just do it it's interesting I, another interesting point about this so i read an article on this uh, on this list being issued by yeah. by a proper journalist for a proper newspaper. Okay, I'll, I'll, albeit I read it on their on their online site, and he said, the "Thing that struck me reading this list was, so the highest thing up that I'd never heard of, yeah, was this thing called Kaleidoscope, with oh, really? two hundred and fifty million views." And I'm thinking, Kaleidoscope well, was massive when that came out. Does this really just show how? reliant you are on what your algorithm shows you because i'm pretty sure i thought kaleidoscope was that was the one well where you could pushed. watch in where well, they said you could watch yeah. in any order but you couldn't it was really well upon its release thought, upon its release the top of the highest thing i've not heard of is the glory and that's in third yeah <laughs> so yeah i think it's really interesting I'm, I'm really looking forward to it coming out every six months beef season one's up there look what's that 18th yeah, that did really well. I think the night agent doing as well. I don't think anybody expected that to do as well as it did. No. Um, so I'm, I'm happy that it did. I think it's it is slightly helped by just its timing. Uh, so you've only got twenty. I think it's twenty three things that did over two hundred million views. Yeah. The shadow and bone look. Where's that? That's like twenty sixth. Yeah, it's been cancelled. There's 18,000 things on here, and the thing that's in 26 has been cancelled. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Sweet Tooth, didn't that get cancelled as well? No, it finished. Oh, did that finish? Yeah. But, uh, but uh, again, no, I'm not defending Netflix. So I, I, not, yeah, but, I haven't got a skin in the game. I've watched Shadow and Bone. But if they've if they paid 200 million to make it... Yeah. Like they say, it's not... It's, you can't go on this on why things have been cancelled. Yeah. That's interesting. Alice in Borderlands are right up there as well, look. Yeah. That did really well. I'd love to have seen this when Squid Game was around. Sure. I really would. Sure. And it'd be interesting with the Squid Game challenge show where that ends up. Yeah, I I agree. When the next one comes around. Cool. Yeah, we're definitely going to get much more content out of that going forward. 
I, you, I mean, that's available, and you can go. Yeah, find anybody it can on, get it on Netflix. I'll stick it in our Discord, and then it's available there as well. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's literally you go on Netflix's website, you will find it. It's yeah. easy to download. It's just an Excel spreadsheet with four columns on it. It's like the easiest Excel yeah. spreadsheet ever. It's definitely just been dumped out of a system and tidied up. Yeah, hundred percent. Cool. Is that all the news? That's all the news. Have you watched anything good at the top of the stream? Uh, I've I've feel like this is very late to talk about this now given yes, what we outlined last week yeah but i've watched the squid game challenge finale me too i watched it a couple of days after worst episode of the whole I thing i think it is and it's a shame like it just didn't i haven't had a problem with the winner we won't spoil it even no if not at all seen it. no but I, although i did get spoiled on it <laughs> in the morning of yes <sighs> annoyingly i felt maybe they were a bit hamstrung by the final game couldn't be anything too physical yeah and I, I thought it was poorly edited and the tension was taken out of the whole I thing. don't have any issue with that being the final game. I think that was fine. I don't think it was edited very well. I just, no. they, they managed to lose all the tension out yeah. of it. Ten, it was like tension, tension, tension. Oh, nothing's happened for a while. We'll do a montage. Yeah. And then when he came back from the montage, you knew no, who, who, something was yeah, going to happen. Exactly. And it's just, yeah, it, it didn't work for me. I liked the, the game before that I quite liked. Yes. But I think it would have worked out better had another... Outcome, have been chosen. Yeah, had another yeah. outcome had been revealed. Yeah, because that would have summed up the entire show. But yeah, I'd, overall though, great series as we know it is coming back for another season. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I really enjoyed the Squid Game the challenge. It was much better than it had any right to be. I was expecting to hate watch it, it was, and I didn't. I it actually was really more, enjoyed watching it. It was more addictive than I expected. Yes, yeah. agreed. Uh, I would um, pers- my personal view. I know I'm probably not in the majority on this is i would be more or i am more interested in season two of the challenge than season two of squid game <laughs> there we go yeah okay they'll both be good uh, and the other thing i've watched this week is one of netflix's bigger movie releases of the year okay. leave the world behind i also watched that this week do you know what it's been on my mind this week mm. agreed and because some of it i really liked yeah I couldn't still help but think it was half an hour too long. <laughs> it was a little bit long. It was, I was surprised myself by watching it because it's usually... I have a limit on films that I watch. Yeah. And it was over that limit. But something about it really intrigued me. So I put it on. And I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was really good. I had no issue with any of it, really. Uh, on the whole, I enjoyed it. I think... I was a bit annoyed by how... I, I don't mind ambiguity. Yeah. But there I, was a lot of ambiguity. Some of it was a bit too ambiguous. Like it's based on a book, and apparently that is as well. Yeah. So cause it's about the end of the world, isn't it? But so a family go and rent a Airbnb for the weekend to get away from it. That just happens to coincide with a outage of yeah. power, the internet, and maybe the world's end. Yes. But, but everything. You never know what's happened, why it's happening, or you're in the dark. I, I had less of a problem with that. It was more like every character was untrustworthy yeah or for not necessarily a reason <laughs> yeah fair like when the owner to the house comes up and it's like why 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 are we why is he so like ominous yeah to i get they were trying to make red lo- as many red herrings as possible but by an hour and a half in it was just unnecessary i was and then yeah. they did the same. Tra- Every time a new character came in you had the whole like, Ooh, are they, are they, are they, they yeah and it turned out nobody was yeah it's like it's, I spoke to two people at work about it this week, right? One of them really hated it. One of them really liked it. 
But the guy who liked it told me that Sandra Bullock was in it. And I'm like, okay, I don't know if I need to take your uh, opinion on movies if you can't recognise Julia Roberts. <laughs> it did make me laugh. That's brilliant. Yeah. I can't tell that. No. I was like, are you sure you didn't watch Bird Box? <laughs> but no, I thought it was fine. I, I would recommend it, I think. I enjoyed it. Okay. I've also been to the cinema twice this week. Oh, lovely. Now I've watched two movies at the cinema this week. Okay. Hence being to come twice. On Monday night, I went to watch Godzilla Minus One. Oh, great. I've heard it's brilliant. It's, I tell you what, mate, it's brilliant. <laughs> You've heard it again. Um, it might be my movie of the year. How did you find this at the cinema? Because it's not got a it wide was, release, has it? It's, uh, it was at, it's a pre-release. It was an unlimited screen okay. for Cineworld. Um, so I went on my own, actually. Yeah. And I don't know what forced me to go. And I think it was Ross Cook. Because I remember thinking, ah, oh, there's a Japanese Godzilla movie there. Sure. If I go and watch that, Ross will be really proud of me. <laughs> <laughs> so I did. And he was. And... I'm really glad I did because I think it's the best disaster movie I've ever seen. Oh, fantastic. Honestly, I'm not even like hyperbole in this. I've seen the trailers I and very it, it looks enjoyed great. It. It's definitely the best Godzilla movie I've ever seen. It might be my movie of the year. Wow. Which is big words. And yeah, it was just fantastic. It was fantastic. Yeah. Really, really enjoyed it. I was gutted when it finished. Was it dubbed or subtitled? It cinema? was subtitled at the cinema. Brilliant. Even so, better. Yeah. Uh, there was quite a lot of people in as well, to be fair. But you get unlimited screeners, you always get quite a lot of people in. Yeah. I think they're like movie people, aren't they? <laughs> and then I last guess, night... I guess so, yeah. No, not last night. What day is it today? Friday. Wednesday, I went to watch Wonka. Oh, right, yeah. The uh, new Timothy Chalamet prequel to Charlie sure. and the Chocolate Factory. And that's also excellent. Really? Yes. And I might take some stick for it, and I don't care. But I really, really enjoyed it. That's good. Yeah. I'm not doubting it would be good. I My... I just don't see the interest in the franchise. That's, I'm, that's more my... I'm biased on this because I've always been a massive, as you know, a massive Rodal fan. I'm a massive Timothy Chalamet fan. Yeah. I'm a massive Olivia Coleman fan. Yeah. Keegan-Michael Key's in it. Tom Davis is in it. It's yeah. just it's just great. I just sat with a smile on my face all the way through. Oh, I just play. very much enjoyed it. Um, apparently, it's the first movie in the Roldal cinematic universe. Okay. <laughs> We still, someone tell me how that works contractually when Netflix own it all. Yeah. It's really interesting, isn't it? But it's got like a roll dial, you know, like the Marvel thing at the beginning and always comes up at the yeah. beginning. It's got a roll dial one of them. So there is something going on somewhere with a roll dial cinematic universe. Mm. And there might be a little spoiler in the end where maybe two characters might become another two of roll dial's characters. Okay. Who knows? Um, it's just entertaining. It's a musical. Yeah. As you'd expect. Timothy Chalamet's not got the best voice in the world. I'll give you that. But I don't know. It just the it may be biased because I love him and I love Rodal. So it just it just it makes me feel like a kid. It made me feel like a kid again. And that's all I really care about. Fair fair enough. Um, fair enough. My one I have got one criticism of it, which yep. pushed it down to a nine from a ten for me. Hugh Grant's not in it enough. <laughs> right. And he's really great. Yeah, but you won't be saying that when you've got the Oompa Loompa spin-off. <laughs> well, apparently hated doing it. So I don't know if you'll see him do it again. But yeah, he's only he's only in five scenes and two of them are in the trailer. Okay. So it's a, it's a shame, but he's not in it enough. But, I mean, to, that feels like it might be a plus point for me. If, it, <laughs> if it's away from the sort of standard what we've seen before with uh, how this uh, story works. So. Okay. I don't, it, I don't think you'll have a problem with it. 
Probably not. Right. I like I say, I, I because it's a different it's enough from story. A, it's from a creative team that I I really yeah I, I know are great. I I just it maybe it's my issue. I just don't have an interest in that. I'm not the biggest Roald Dahl fan, and I don't see why I need a third Will, Willy Wonka film. It's not a third Willy Wonka film. Yeah, it's just isn't. It's a, the character's completely different. Um, although you can see how that character becomes Gene Wilder's character. Yeah. But it's not, it isn't a crazy man taking kids around a chocolate factory. Okay. It's not what it is. It's the, the story's really, the story's probably the best thing about it. It's a prequel to that. But you can see how that character revolves sure. into that character, I think. Cool. I think you'd enjoy it. And I'd be surprised if you didn't. Nope. Maybe not as much as I did. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think you'd enjoy it. Uh, that's oh. it though, I think. I think that's everything I've watched this week. Wrecking my brains. Yeah, that's it. Cool, I think that'll do us. We said we were going to do a shorter one and we're actually about the same length as we normally are. Yeah, uh, let's just talk about what we're doing late, yes. later this week. So we've got a Christmas special for you. We have uh, indeed. We are between seasons. So yep. we'll be back in the new year starting season 10 of Bottom of the Stream which will continue with The Wave every Monday and a movie show every Thursday. Yeah, we're going away for a couple of weeks now, aren't we? We are going to have Christmas Thursday, off. we're going to have Christmas and the year off. Uh, but we'll be back First in week January. January. And... What we're going to do this week is record a commentary of a movie. Yeah, something we've always wanted to do. Never done. Um, it is Christmas. We're going to do a Christmas movie. Yes. Which we have randomly selected. <laughs> yeah. We genuinely have as well. Um, uh, but we're going away from Netflix Yeah, a little this. bit different for us, this one. We're, we're jumping over to the dark side. Yeah. We're going to Amazon. Yeah, we are. We're going to Amazon Prime. Mainly because... We wanted a weird movie. Yeah, and there isn't many weird Christmas movies on Netflix. They're all very much of a um, formula, yeah. I guess, aren't they? So what movie are we doing then? Uh, we're going to watch seminal holiday classic, <laughs> Mr. St. Nick. We are indeed. Do you want the synopsis of Mr. St. Nick? Yeah, which means you've never heard of it. <laughs> it's a Hallmark movie. <laughs> um, it says, the synopsis says... King Nicholas the Twentieth is ready to retire and pass the throne to his son, Nick St. Nicholas. But Nick is a no-show, preferring his lavish seaside lifestyle and his sexy girlfriend. Only a miracle can save Christmas. Yeah. Who's in it, Nick? Uh, Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer's I, the main guy in this. I don't think it's Kelsey Grammer in his good phase. Uh, this uh, came out in 2002. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, this is, uh, this is peak. I'm bad, quite excited. Bad phase, Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> Yeah, I'm really excited as well. Wallace Shawn's in it. There's there's loads of people you will recognise in it. We will just we'll we'll sync it up, press play. Yeah, so basically what we're gonna do You can watch is, along. We'll we'll start the episode, we'll do a bit of introduction, we'll probably read the synopsis again, yeah. and then we'll we'll get it ready. We'll just say, right, press play now and then as it we'll just watch it and as we watch it we'll have a conversation. Yeah. And you can just play that over the top if you sync up when you press play with when we press play. In theory, it should stay synced all the way through and you can uh, keep up with our commentary on it. Like a director's commentary. Only one way to find out. Yeah. I don't know. how Logistically, it might be a bit of a pain because you'll have to watch it and have your phone playing at the same time. But <laughs> it's just something we thought we'd try. It's a little Christmas gift to you all just to see what happens. Yeah. It's going to be fun. So uh, we'll go off and do that, shall we? That's, we're going to be here all night at this rate. Oh, yeah. I'm very excited. Me too. I'm looking forward to this. Uh, Merry Christmas. So come back. Oh, it will probably come out on Thursday the same as any other movie show does because obviously I don't really need to edit it because if I, I can't cut any time out because sure. the syncing will go. So 
it'll probably come out on this coming Thursday. Let, in fact, it will. Let's just say it will, and then I'm at my uh, deadline, haven't I? Done. Done. Right. So let's get out of here. See you soon. Bye. Cheers. Bye.